amputation. I thought the serum was going to help me, but the pain, it's excruciating. Making a ruin my career as a swimsuit model? This is episode 329 for September 2014, and that song is called Open Arms by Journey. And we're going to be talking about some extra arms on Peter Parker, where we go back in spider history to the six-arm saga. But before we go there, I just want to give you a heads up that I'd appreciate your support of the website by logging on to the front page of SpiderManCrawlspace.com. Look for a button on the right-hand side that says Support This Site via PayPal, and you can help ensure more episodes come out by helping us pay the bills and the bandwidth cost. All right, let's get the JR and Spider History. Okay, time to take us back for Spider History with JR. We're going pretty far back. I don't think we've gone back this far in quite a long time, or ever, JR. We're going back to September of nineteen seventy one. That's right. We have never we've never gone back this this far back before. Uh where where none of the other podcasters were born yet. Uh <laughs> so but uh yeah, what, this is a milestone, isn't it? Well, yeah, it was uh, when you when you usually, and I think we've talked about this before. Usually, we don't go back this far because we like to have more than one issue to talk about, and right. you know, the, and it wasn't for like another year year or so that Marvel Team Up came into being, and and Marvel Team Up stories are always good to make fun of. Uh, yes. But but this was number one. We, we've done anniversary issues. We've done two hundred. We've done five hundred. Uh, it, it makes sense to do one hundred. Uh, yes. And it is, like you said, it's an infamous story. It's the six arm story, and uh, it's yeah. it's. You, you guys were talking earlier about uh, authors who kind of wear out their welcome and run out of gas. Well, this is this is a perfect indication of of staying running out of gas. Uh, issue issue one hundred is um, in in a way some of the 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 worst uh, of Spider Man because it takes his. Uh, it takes his strengths and just absolutely beats them into the ground uh, in the worst possible way. Um, but basically what has happened is, if you remember in the, the, the 90s, the issue 90s or whatever, Captain Stacy died in issue 90. Gwen blamed, and Gwen and everybody else blamed Spider-Man for his death, even though the entire world could see that Dr. Octopus was on that roof too, and it was Dr. Octopus's tentacles who knocked the the, the chimney over. But... Everybody still blames Spider-Man. So, anyway, be that as it may. So, you know, and, and of course, Peter couldn't man up. You know, he didn't have the balls to tell Gwen the truth. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, so he let her go overseas to uh, London, you know, and, you know, because she just couldn't take being, her, you know, being there anymore. Uh, and so, but then finally, you know, then she decided to come back, and that was issue number 99. And now it's issue 100, and Peter's thinking, man, I got Gwen back, but because I don't have any balls, and I won't tell her, 
<laughs> I won't tell her that I'm Spider. You know, I, I won't tell her that I'm Spider Man. And this this is what I, this is kind of interesting too because Peter actively talks about wanting to get married, uh, which I think has always been part of the character. The character has always wanted a normal life. I mean, and I think yeah, that comes with, so. you know, I think that, you know, wife, kids, and everything else. Now, it's an important story. You know, I think we can seriously debate whether the character should ever have that, you know, because Marvel, for some reason, thinks that's the happy ending, you know, <laughs> which, yeah. which is, is, I mean, honest to God, you got to be smoking dope to believe that, that marriage is any <laughs> kind of happy ending. But, uh, <laughs> Uh, but, but anyway, but the, but regardless of that, you know, the character wants that kind of life. But the funny thing he said he is is he says that boy, it would be it's tough to keep my secret identity from her now. Once we were married, the strain would be too great, and that shows that the man is not ready for marriage. Cause if, right? Because if, if you if you are going to keep something like that, oh by the way, I am a costume vigilante. Can you imagine that fight? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That will wind. I'm sorry. That will get you in divorce court pretty quickly. There. Uh, <laughs> but honey, I've been I've been hiding something from yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like no, honey. It's not because I've been overspending, or no, honey. It's not because I, you know, I I screwed your sister or whatever. It's uh, you know, I'm a uh, I, I'm a costume vigilante who goes around beating up people. Uh, and oh, by the way, one of them happens to be the Harry's dad, and he knows who I am, and so you know he'll probably come and try to throw you off a bridge someday. Uh, well, that's okay. I slept with Norman Osborn years ago. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> there we go. No. Been, I have secrets too. <laughs> and, that, and that's another story, which is which I always thought was ironic that Gwen did have her secrets, but uh, and yeah, but hey, so Sp- Spider he figures well the only way since I don't have the but since I can't grow a pair of balls. Uh, I've I've created this serum which will take away my spider powers because I can't inspire me anymore. It's like, what's that? I think what what could possibly go wrong with this idea? Exactly. Yeah. What could, yeah, what could possibly go wrong with, you know, you know, having having my having my uh, you know, my dime store chemistry set here um and uh coming up with a serum that's never been tested. I developed it. I developed it years ago, but I never tested it. I never did anything about it. So, I'll just guzzle it right now and uh and hope and hope for the best. It's issue 100. What could happen? You yeah. needed to try that uh, that Dr. Octopus solvent because it, apparently that shit kills anything. <laughs> and I don't think they created the Russian Spider-Man milkshake at this point <laughs> for him to try. So anyway, so he, so he drinks this, and then he starts having his nightmares. And, and that's why I'm saying this is where it gets to be where it's just all the, it's just all the excesses because – uh, Spider-Man's dreaming, and you know, and, and it's all the villains are saying things like "you're a failure, you're a loser, and you endanger everybody." It just gets maudlin. I mean, it's just very tiring to read. And by the way, his sides are starting to hurt during this whole time. You know, why are my sides hurting? And he's hearing a voice. You know, I've got to reach the voice. You know, it's you know, it's Alec Guinness is calling me, and I've got to reach Alec Guinness. <laughs> and 
you know, so all his villains come in and say something, you know, patronizing to him. Uh, and then he finally, re- you know, and his sides are hurting. And then he finally reaches the voice, and it's Captain, it's Captain Stacy doing Alec Guinness, and he he basically <laughs> gives him a power and responsibility speech. And then Spider Man says, "Oh, oh, okay, oh shit! I just took a serum to get rid of my spider powers, and I just had this power and responsibility dream. Nothing good can come of this." And then you know he finds out why his sides have been hurting, and it's because he has the four extra arms. Yeah. And then Stan says, "You know, Roy, I'm leaving for a few issues." <laughs> he tells her, <laughs> he turns the title over to Roy Thomas for about four issues and says, "You figure I'll find a way out of this shit." And uh, <laughs> what a mean thing to do to poor our boy Roy. Yeah. And then Roy says, "I know what I'll do. I'll create a vampire. Uh, I, I, I'll create a va- I'll create a vampire, uh, and I'll have him have some kind of enzyme, and this <laughs> enzyme that he secretes will wind up will wind up getting rid of the spider power, but the extra arms. Uh, oh, but by the way, we've got the lizard in there too, uh, it, and. Uh, even though you know, even though he introduces the late Mister Cushing's uh, favorite character, this is just this is just a very poor, very poor story, very poor. And why they chose to immortalize it in a Marvel Treasury edition years later, if you remember those, yeah. Um, just, but but yeah, the issue number one hundred is definitely proof that the well has run dry. Had one had run run dry with Stan, and he was just taking the same points and beating them to death. But as a kid in 1971, the idea of Spider-Man having six arms was visually that's cool. No, it wasn't. It was okay. <laughs> it was, it stupid. was horrifying. <laughs> it was stupid even then. It was stupid in like, 1971. Just as how old were you in 71? What 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 year? I, I was about to say. You know, I was eight years old in 1971, and I thought. And, it was, and, and at eight, you thought that was dumb looking. It was stupid. Spider-Man okay. with six arms was stupid. I mean, it's like it's like you know, it's 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 again, it's it's like with with comic books, you got to take a healthy suspension of disbelief. So I mean, it's it's hard to draw a line where you accept getting bitten by a radioactive spider in an open air radiation experiment will give you superpowers. <laughs> you know, you, you, I know, I know that it's like you accept that, but you don't accept him getting six arms. But it was it was just stupid. It, it was gimmicky. It looked gimmicky and dumb. Uh, and I think I think virtually everybody agrees. I mean, I mean, even people who like it like it as a guilty pleasure. I think it is not a good story. I guess I take it as a guilty pleasure because when I read it, I read it in Marvel Tales, and I'm like, whoa, what? What? Why are you doing that on that Marvel Tales? <laughs> what do you think, Brad? Marvel Tales? Come on, man! Oh, the tale, tale. I get it. Jesus. I didn't get the sexual reference. <laughs> Uh, no, I, yeah, Marvel I was, Tales starring Gwen, Mary Jane, <laughs> Betty. Uh, well, there we go. A, there we go. There's your Spidey dude. There's your new podcast, Marvel Tales. Marvel Tales, there and you, you can go. do and you can do Spidey sexual with... conquest. <laughs> All that for me going. Exactly. That's what it got. Um, that's how no, it as, going, as, George. As a reader, I I when I was what seven or eight, like you, George. I mean, Jr. Uh, I, I was wondering how is he going to hide his arms? I mean, how is he going to go out in public? How can he? How can he hide this? How's he going to get away? Al Bundy used to hide his hands. I guess I don't know. Technically, <laughs> what if issue kind of answered that question? You're yeah, right. I was going to get into that. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Oh, go ahead, hey, Jr. One thing. Yeah. Um, in Stan's defense, though, 
I will say this. I mean, it, it is not a good story. The story is indefensible. It is insane. But at the same time, Stan was getting more and more and more and more caught up with like publishing and them trying to like start other shit and trying to start cartoons and I mean there was a whole big bunch of other stuff that Stan was distracted by. Yeah. Now what Stan should have done was just step aside and let Fresh Blood come in and write the book. Well, you Stan know. was run, yeah I mean I, I agree with you I mean you know and and Stan really Stan was running out of gas long before this yeah I mean in, in my opinion it's the the early sixties is where Stan started to lose it and it was time to go um, I mean you know he had that great Green Goblin story um, you know the the drug issues and uh, you know the Captain Stacy story is a classic story uh, but but yeah that, I mean that, that this that that was the, Stan was the one who really wrote Gwen into the ground as well. I mean, that was kind of the, her transfer when she became the crying daddy's girl because he clearly didn't know what to do. Now that he'd made her Peter's girlfriend, you know, he'd set up the whole competition, Gwen and Mary Jane, who's Peter going to choose? And then it's like when he figured, when, when he got to the point where Gwen won the contest, it was like he either he got bored with it or he didn't know where to go with it. You know, now that Gwen's won, it's like, well, what the hell do I do with her? You know, and, you know. I mean, he, he it was the idea of them actually having a a, a, a mature relationship uh, apparently just completely escaped him. But yeah. then again, those were the tropes of the time. The hero did not. I mean, the hero did, was not honest with anybody, you know, about his secret life. It just wasn't done. You know, that was that was the whole secret identity thing. You know, that's why talk, it was a secret identity. Talk a little bit about Roy Thomas's run. He didn't have that much writing of Spider-Man did. Yeah, no, he just had the four issues. Uh yeah. I mean I I I don't I don't know all the mechanics that went on here, you know, uh but he he wrote four issues. Uh, he wrote the uh, he fi- he finished up the the, the six arms saga and then he gave saga. us the sa- then he gave us the Savage Land story, you know, where mm-hmm. they went to the Savage Land and fought Craven and Gog and met Kazar and and Simba uh, and, uh, and and then Zabu. Stan- huh? Zabu. No, no, no. What is Zabu? Wasn't Zabu the bald guy who uh, like fought? Zabu's Zabu's the bald guy who fought in, in, in the, that dreadful Marvel issue, Marvel team up issue with Mister Bicky at the Quickie or whatever. Wasn't that <laughs> bald guy Zabu there or whatever? Holy crap! Any, anyway, Roy, but no, he, Roy Thomas had probably one of the shortest runs on Amazing Spider-Man. I don't know that it was an official run though either. I think it was just it was a fill in. in. Yeah, yeah. Okay. it's just a fill in. Yeah. Okay. And until until Stan got back, and then Stan decided to give up the title for good after issue one ten or so. That's probably where, like George was talking about him battling Hollywood or trying to get stuff. Stan had a lot of a lot of had his poker in a lot of fires, or had mm-hmm. a lot of had a lot of poles in the wall. Stan had some distractions. <laughs> <laughs> the sound? Stan you had a lot of distractions back then, and, and he didn't want to give up writing Spider Man. <laughs> I mean, did. he did. It, who would? He, he did. Dan Slott doesn't. It was. It, it was. It just doesn't. It was his favorite character, and he wanted to reach a hundred. He definitely wanted to reach a hundred straight issues. So, yeah. you know, but, but you know, but but it's you know, it's an interesting artifact. It's an interesting artifact. Uh, it's it's memorable, to say the least, of of the seven hundred plus issues of Amazing Spider-Man. You remember the six arms saga? Exactly. It, it's one of those things that you know the the story beside you know it, it's it's famous in spite of itself. Exactly. Any other thoughts on the issue? Uh, well, this this gave, as as Fake Mike mentioned, this uh, led to a uh, uh, <laughs> a, a what if story. 
what if yeah. Volume 2, number 42, Spider-Man had kept his six arms? And this, okay. ladies and gentlemen, is the infamous Morbius gets eaten by sharks issue. Oh, it is. I didn't know about that. Okay. <laughs> oh, classic. Yeah, because, you know, obviously it was the enzyme in Morbius's blood that, that cured, uh, they got rid of the extra four arms. Well, in, in this what if, uh, Morbius, uh, after he drains everybody's blood, on on this ship that he's on well apparently i guess the difference between that and the regular universe is he jumps off the ship and he's got all this blood on his clothes and the sharks smell him and the sharks come in you know so so spider so spider-man never gets the uh the serum and he always ha- he goes to reed richards and charles xavier and nobody can get rid of the six arms the, the story is awful I mean, somebody it, did pick up a saw it's a yeah. And get them anesthetic and put the man under the knife and just cut it's, off some parts. It's, it's one key boss, you get two. It's an yeah. awful story because it's all a setup for Spider-Man at the end becoming a champion of the disabled or the differently abled or whatever. And wow, and that is so. That's no. If he lost <laughs> one of his arms and still fought crime. He gained that, one. He gained exactly. Four. But what makes him different than any of the X-Men or whatever, you know, and no one champions him is it, it's a very stupid story, you know, because it tries to it, it, it has a predetermined ending in mind and goes about it the entirely, entirely the wrong way. OK, Jr. Yes. If he's got six arms, <laughs> if he has two arms and then he goes to six arms and then he loses one arm and he's down to five arms, is he handicapped? <laughs> or is he only handicapped once he goes below the original two? If he's got like three, if he, if he goes from six to three and he's still got technically one extra arm, is he not like like extra capable? Then the what if story makes more sense, I guess. He is, would be disabled. Uh, Bring it down for me, Fed. Uh, <laughs> Bring it down, JR. Bring it down. <laughs> well, then, then at that point in time, then you just have Reed Richards invent you some device that you put on your arms and hide them. <laughs> but but you never but you never tell anybody this you know you you let oh you know you let Aunt May die and you break things off with Gwen because you know you but then again I guess how do you explain six arms? <laughs> Honey, let's turn out the lights. What, what, what are they all handsy? Are you sure are handsy tonight? Shit, <laughs> I am. I got six of them. Give this guy a hand. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> You know, you could be making out with Gwen, and you could make a sandwich and change the channel. Mm. That one died. <laughs> Pretty bad death. Uh, any, anything else about six arms, Jr.? <laughs> well, certainly not that not, uh, not that can uh, be said without turning this podcast cast into an entirely different uh, type of podcast. But uh, yeah. All right, good. Not so good month with one book, JR. <laughs> that was not. not it, it, it's definitely not a highlight. It's 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 infamous, but it's definitely not a highlight month. Now the pro of this book is got an iconic John Romita Senior cover. That's a beautiful cover. Isn't oh, it? Yeah. it is an iconic cover. Yes, yeah. I wouldn't. I, I it, to me, it's not a particularly attractive cover. Uh, but you know, I. I when I, when I first got, because I actually did originally have this issue off the shelf many years ago, and for whatever reason it didn't survive a move we made when I was about in the third grade and I lost it. But but it is an iconic looking cut. Yeah. Do you think Amazing Spider-Man will ever hit 100 again? Maybe, but certainly no more than that. Yeah, yeah the, days, the days of triple digit numbers are done. 